Welcome to Rebel Femme Podcast, a podcast for women. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about fall 2020 and winter 2021 hair color trends. But first, our sponsored message. Get all your Rebel Femme merch and your favorite salon products like Olaplex, Moroccan oil, hairbrushes, and more. Head to rebelfemshop.com for spooky savings all through the month of October. Click the link in the description to shop now. You are now listening to Rebel Femme Podcast. An honest conversation about hair, life, and everything super random. (laughs) (laughs) That intro gets me every time. That's all we do is laugh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like half laughter in this podcast. (laughs) It's like 50% laughter. And then 50% maybe facts. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) All right, what are we talking about today? (laughs) So today we'll be discussing some of the latest hair trends we have been seeing, some thanks to the effects of quarantine that require low maintenance, and some that are giving us some extreme nostalgic 90s vibes. Notice how I asked you what we're talking about because I have no idea. (laughs) That's the theme of the podcast, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because I give you all the notes last minute. (laughs) It's awesome. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's, truly, whose fault is it? Mine. <laughs> Just so you guys know, every time we attempt to record a podcast, some random shit happens every single time. So today, it was all about our SD card. It had missing headphones. I think last week we had something missing. Uh, oh, it shit recorded wrong. So hopefully we sound really beautiful today. No more mistakes. So I'm just going to call this one Welcome to the Shit Show from now on. Rebel <laughs> <laughs> Femme what? I know. It's because we keep packing up. I, I realize what the mistake is. We keep packing up all of this shit every single time we record and, and you know, go to edit. And instead of just leaving the shit in one spot... That's really what the problem is. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Topic let's number one. Talk about some natural and low maintenance hair color. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so with quarantine came tons of hair color experimentation, which I've seen firsthand with a lot of clients. They had some fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For but sure. since our return, we are noticing the need for easy and low maintenance natural locks. <laughs> well, I really think, yeah, this has been a huge trend because, like you said, quarantine and everything. But um, I also think people, the people who are jumping on this like natural train are also people that are trying to be realistic of what the future may hold of (laughs) possibly not being able to come into the salon. The (laughs) uncertainty that lies ahead. (laughs) So that's that's really where I think it, it, it stems from. But. I do I do like me some natural. I feel like natural will always be around. Oh yeah. It's just going to vary on placements of things and we I guess we're going to talk a little bit more about that too. Yeah. Later. Later. I, I won't spoil it cuz I <laughs> don't know what's on this paper. <laughs> there isn't that much. Okay. <laughs> um, I know that you've been doing a lot of like more warmer tones in a lot of your Kenra videos. Yeah, warm tones are like a huge hit right now. 
Um, ironically, even though this doesn't go onto the natural area, but reds are huge. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're getting a lot of people asking for red hair color, which is that goes in hand, in hand with like the quarantine thing too, because you have the group of people that are like, you know, I don't know if we're going to close again, if we're going to have to stay in our house or if we're going to be shut down. So let me just go as natural as possible. So my grow out isn't as hideous as it was the last time. And then there's the other group of people that are like, fuck it. I hate 2020. I'm going to go this bold color that I've never done in my life before because I don't know if I'm going to live tomorrow. <laughs> so they go and get all of us crazy red hair color. It's true. <laughs> so you have two different extremes Pers- yeah perspectives on quarantine and and how that affected us <laughs> or you <laughs> so um i guess overall when i would say natural you can do like baby highlights balayage it's like, yeah it's kind of like the standard just not as contrasty or dramatic yes yeah i think that's been the big thing yeah but like you said, warm tones, um, lots of cinnamon colors, just anything that's going to be natural. Fall tones. Fall tones. Yeah. <laughs> and that's on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go on to our, I guess, our sponsored message. Yes? Yes. Awesome. Today's episode is brought to you by Renegade Tacos. Renegade Tacos now offering $2 Taco Tuesdays and Thursdays at their Steelcraft Garden Grove location. Stop by and try some of our favorites like the deep fried avocado taco or the potato taco or or soy riso taco. Click the link in the description to see all the yummy tacos and location. All right. Okay, so aside from the natural hair trend, which is going to be here forever and ever and ever, mm-hmm. two-tone hair. That has been another huge thing. So this is what I'm saying, the complete opposite of like, this is the fuck it people. <laughs> <laughs> this is the give me all the hair color. <laughs> the spirit of the 90s is alive. Yes. 90s are coming back, man. It's crazy. But I'm actually really enjoying it because I feel very knowledgeable in this uh hair trend because I've lived through it already once. Because you're from the 1900s. I'm from the 1900s and I did. Yeah, I did. And on top of that, I was in Riverside County, which is like the king of like broho hair. The 909. If you don't know what broho is, look that up. (laughs) It's a treat. A lot of promise. A lot of people get offended when I say broho, but I'm like, dude, it's it's broho hair. That's 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 what what it it is. is. And if you don't like it, and you want to call it something else like e-girl hair, you go right ahead. But it's- What is an e-girl? <laughs> so I looked it up the other day and according to, what's that one stupid website where it tells you like- Urban Dictionary? Urban Dictionary, thank you. It's the best dictionary ever. So it's basically like an internet slut is how they describe it. Oh. You might you probably could look it up um, and see what they exactly say, but I've heard different things. But basically like an e-girl is someone that's like an internet girl. She's somebody who is like a catfish and she like, you know, is somebody completely different on the internet, but is perceived to be like, like sexy and cool and trendy. 
feel like I was getting ready to talk about TLC album cover because <laughs> that's like the <laughs> definition. <laughs> Like their picture should be posted on this Urban Dictionary definition. Well, actually, no. According to Urban Dictionary, yes, correct me. They probably fucking changed it already. <laughs> probably because it's like a bunch of kids that update it. it all the yeah. time. So, definition one: there's two. Oh, okay. E girls are usually girls who play games online and can be found on either Twitter or Discord. They send nudes or thirst traps or even sell them. Yeah. They can also be found on Twitch. The difference between a normal girl who plays video games and an e-girl is that an e-girl begs for money or sells herself for it. Yeah, so an internet slut. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Definition two. A new species of e-girls found on TikTok have risen. Oh, yeah, risen up. These girls are usually teenagers and think they're edgy. They wear long sleeves, undeft short sleeves. Sometimes their outfits don't match, but hey, if it goes with the e-girl aesthetic, quote unquote, then they usually wear vans, beanies, chains, etc. TikTok e-girls are not the same as the e-girls mentioned above. Yeah. I like vans. I like vans too. <laughs> hey, I wear vans, beanies. Yeah, you sound... <laughs> Like, as I'm sitting here wearing vans and beanies with a pink headphone set with a pink headphone set <laughs> my tens unit could kind of count as a chain right now <laughs> I'm like everything they're describing is sounds like a skater girl yeah. from the 90s it's like the grunge skater girl look but whatevs okay call it whatever you want and I think that's going to make more sense too when we start talking about um the next topic in a second, but really quickly on two-tone, um, when I think about two-toned as well, it's literally just half and half or like literally two colors. It's like block coloring, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or color blocking is what we call it. But I also think too, you're going to still see lots of the ombre techniques incorporated into these two-toned care color blocking techniques. Fuck, it's so much technique on technique. Um, and I say this because uh, what's really trendy right now are those um, Billie Eilish roots. And I think I described it pretty perfectly the other day in our text message. <laughs> it's funny because you did. And I agree because I was in that boat. I think when <laughs> I first started at Ulta with you and Angie gave me like bright red roots because I had jet black hair well, on let's, my head. let's tell the listeners what it is so basically this this billy eilish look that we're talking about is the really bright roots mm -hmm. blended into black yep and it's crazy because everyone's like how do you do that well go color your hair black grow it out for about four months and then come see the hairdresser and then when we put bleach on it, only the part that's healthy is going to lift. <laughs> yep. And it'll blend right into your black perfectly. <laughs> yep. It's literally, you know, I want to color my hair and my black hair didn't die or lift. And this is my only option. Yeah. Well, so now it's become kind of a trend, which everyone thinks like Billie Eilish is like, oh, my gosh, she's so fucking cool. Dude, she fucking she she colored her hair black. Herself, probably. And then, because no, nothing looks good on her to me personally. There's nothing polished about her other than, like, her outfits. Like, whoever picks her outfits and makes her, like, gives her her image. Yeah. Um, that 
has purpose to me, but her hair never has purpose. No, it doesn't. So I almost think she's bored at home, probably gets high and was like, oh, I just feel like doing my hair right now. So um, she colored it black and then a couple months went by and she was like, I don't really like my black hair anymore. I'm going to bleach it. And so she bleached it. And then she was like, fuck, my black hair's not lifting up. Let me put this lime green on. Lime green sounds good. And then that's all she did. And then she went on the red carpet and everyone was like, wow, what a trendsetter. Yeah. Yeah. I did that back in like, what, 2000 something. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. But if you want to call it a, a trend, a trend, that's fine. <laughs> Makes our job easier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so two-toned has been really, really big color blocking just in general. Um, and then now, anything else on that topic of two-toned? No, I think most people think that it's like a, it's either like a natural look or like a vibrant look, I should say, like more like fantasy colors that should be used for two-tones. But I think it's it works for literally every single color. Yeah, you can think of, you know, Early um, 2000s, Christina Aguilera, Ginger Spice, Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) Those are all two-toned. Yes. Literally. Again, broho hair. Look it up. It's a thing. (laughs) Sadly. You can call it two-toned. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but it's fucking broho hair. I need to share what I asked you this morning. What? How would you describe two-tone hair, Morella? With two tones <laughs> it's true <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean it is but <laughs> i was looking for a little bit more <laughs> okay now we continue all right all right so the next trend that we started seeing um and i don't have too much to say about it and then i just have an opinion about it Ooh. <laughs> I only got to hear about it through text. And you know about me and my opinions on yes. it. I'm excited. Um, well, I mean, I did tell you a little bit on in text message. But, okay, so the new trend that we started seeing was tweed hair. And tweed is, and I don't know what the hell you wrote in your notes here, but I'm just going to tell you what I know so far. So <laughs> tweed hair is um, starting to become a trend I don't really know if it's called it a trend. It's th- a thing we've been doing in hair and they just want to rename it something else to make it sound trendy. So, mm-hmm. but tweed is a type of fabric and I guess tweed has been on the runway, really popular type of fabric that's been on the runway, um, f- trending for fall and winter. And so that's kind of where ha- hairstylists, a lot of these educators or um, artistic educators or artistic directors or whatever you want to call them for these really big brands, they will literally come up with some lame story and tell you, well, I was really inspired by the fabric in the, you know, fashion runway of Gucci or whatever the hell, or they'll say, Oh, I was traveling to, you know, Europe and I was really inspired by these pillars and I decided to come up with this technique and it's just such fucking (laughs) bullshit. It's literally a story that I just can't wrap my brain around because no one's inspired that much by architecture and fabric to be like, let's do this in hair. Like, I just don't. I don't buy it. I don't. (laughs) Maybe a drawing or a painting or something like that. But to have like to be like, ooh, look at this water. This water is making me want to make some hair. Like, I just I don't buy it. (laughs) 
I just don't. So that's anyway, great. that's where the tweed name came from is the actual fabric. Um, but basically you tell them what tweed it, tweed hair is. So they're trying to say that it is the traditional balayage that is being replaced by this new trend called tweed. It's the technique is similar to sewing. The hairdresser makes small stitches through each section to achieve smooth transitions on the hair. Tweed coloring is characterized by the presence of light highlights to the roots while the standard lightening of strands begins from the middle of the hair length. A highlight? So it's a highlight. It's a just light. a regular weaved highlight. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like you're trying to make it this sound like super extra fancy and it's not. And it's not. not. It's a highlight. So, so all it is. So, so since they're calling it tweed balayage too, that's the other term that's being thrown around. So balayage, we talked about this on another episode, but balayage is literally the motion of painting on hair. It's the painting of hair color hair lightener onto the hair you're sweeping the the product onto the hair um but so tweed balayage it doesn't even make any sense because if you're putting it in a foil and you're stitching it which is a weave Mm -hmm. it's a fucking highlight yep (laughs) so that's all it is and they're really fine highlights so again if you look at tweed fabric You'll see the stitching that they're talking about. They literally look like little micro uh, squares. And you know what else I found? What? This was really weird, too. You know, I found when I was looking up tweed hair, I found flannel hair was like a trend at some point. And I'm like, okay, like we're going a little too far here. Yeah. So flannel's like, like much like tweed, it's highlighted, but it's just more dramatic because you know how flannel has more defined lines. Yeah. And tweed has multiple pieces of stitches in between mixed in with another color. Now I will say this though. So flannel hair is supposed to be like dramatic contrast. Okay. Brighter colors. Yeah. And tweed is finer, softer, softer and more blended. Okay. So I think what they're trying to say with tweed (laughs) is that, your base of your hair color mm-hmm. is not going to be too far off from the micro-stitched highlights that are placed on top. Okay. That's what I'm gathering from it once I read about the flannel thing. So it goes back to natural low-maintenance. Correct. Gotcha. Le- natural low-maintenance, but um, let's say, for example, um, and I'm just going to bring up my Latina girls here because everyone wants to have blonde hair. <laughs> Aren't you on that journey right now? I am, yes. So if you wanted, if you're naturally dark, but you wanted tweed hair, but in a lighter fashion, this wouldn't be low maintenance because you would be lifting your base color a lot lighter and then highlighting right over that with a color that's just a few levels lighter. Okay. So that wouldn't be low maintenance. No. But it would look natural. It would. It would look sun-kissed. Yes. So I think that's, I don't know. Okay. My whole my whole thing. This is why Rebel Femme exists. It, whatever you want to get done, you do it because you like it. Exactly. Not because someone's saying, "Hey, tweed hair is the latest trend. Go get it." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's my that's my opinion on tweed hair. I don't know. It's a highlight. 
It's a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a fucking highlight. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. And I, I did see some articles of some high profile hairstylists mm-hmm. being quoted in some of these things, which will remain nameless. And I'm sorry, but you are making up shit. Yes. It's a fucking highlight. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> That's all on that. Okay. So any other trends? No. All right. So natural, two-toned, and tweed hair. End of the day, like I said, do whatever you want, whatever makes you feel happy and good and all of the feels when you get your hair done. (laughs) Cool. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. All right. Do we have a creepy client story? I like how you asked that with the question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we? I don't think so. We don't have one? No. We didn't go through our email box and find one? No. (sighs) Fired. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, not that one. Not that one. Which one? Which one? The shame? (laughs) Shame. Shame. (laughs) Shame. (laughs) I can't even like come up with a creepy client story out of my ass right now. Like at all. I literally can't think of one. Shame. (laughs) For shame. (laughs) I don't know why that just made me think of Mulan to Sanahan, your family. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can tell you, this isn't a creepy client story, but I think it's a good learning lesson that I can share with you. And I think it's a good learning lesson for both consumer and hairstylist um, and how much consultation is so, so, so important. And I think I might have brought this up at some point, maybe early in our podcast, <laughs> um, like first season. But um, I did have a client that came in and she wanted um, her hair bleached and she had some new growth lots of damage her hair you could literally see through from the shoulders down it was really really broken oh, no. and she wanted it blonder yeah and Jerry's <laughs> looking at me all crazy Sorry. I realized nothing came out of my mouth <laughs> and it's so basically I I approached this with number one you know the new growth looked Obviously, it's healthy, right? So that I could do, but the ends, there was no way I was touching that. Yeah. So I had presented to this client, um, you know, what we're going to do today is we're going to lighten your roots and we're going to tone your hair so that way it's all nice and cohesive. However, in order for me to do any of this, I'm going to have to do a treatment before and after our service. So I knew I wanted to do a protein treatment and I wanted to do a balanced protein and hydrating treatment when we were completely done. And she completely refused to let me do or agree to the treatments. Oh. And I said, well, then I just can't do your hair. Yeah. And she goes, well, how much is it for everything? And I said, well, for me to do all of this, and I had told her the price already, but I was like repeating it to her. And I was like, for me to do your, you know, 
uh, lift and tone and to do your chew treatments. And she was getting a haircut. I was like, you have to get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> like you just have to. Um, so to get everything, I think I had quoted her maybe like 250 or something like that, which I thought was pretty reasonable considering the condition her hair was in. And she looked at me all crazy. Actually, you know how you talk to your clients in the mirror? Yeah. Like most of the time. So I was talking to her in the mirror as I was assessing her hair and she literally flipped her whole body around away from the mirror, looked at me and she was like, you're going to charge me $250 like all psycho. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that's how much it's going to require of me, my expertise and my time to give you what you want and what you need. Yeah. But I cannot put bleach on the ends of your hair. And uh-uh. she was also ups- upset about that. So anyway, um, needless to say, we kept going back and forth. And I kept repeating to her, I'm sorry, but this is the only way I can do your hair is if you let me do all of this. Yeah. And she got up and took her purse and she left and I never saw her again. Well, so I just, you know, I don't know if that's not really a creepy client, no. but it is a... Um, mean client (laughs) i was trying to find the right words (laughs) unrealistic client yeah more unrealistic i think yeah she was a little rude but anyways that's that's the only story i got for you today so hopefully if you're a hairdresser um listening to that story consultation is super super important and going over the price beforehand is super super important because imagine if i gave her the bill after the fact oh she'd have been really psycho (laughs) She would have tossed the bill at you. (laughs) Most definitely. (laughs) All right. Anything else that we are going to talk about today? Nope. I think we covered everything. Fantastic. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. If you have any spooky stories or creepy client stories, sorry, (laughs) you'd like to share with us, tag us in them. Or send them over to us at Rebel Femme on Instagram. And if you haven't already followed us on Instagram, you can find us at Rebel Femme. (laughs) (laughs) And we will give you little sneak peeks into um, our episodes throughout the week. Thanks for listening to Rebel Femme Podcast. Before we go, show us some love by leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. That was hard to say. Podcast. uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Make sure to join us next week for a new episode and hopefully a new creepy client story. Yes, we need more creepy client stories, guys. And Send them in. Yeah, and we're going to look through our email box. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that today. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.